Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. It's been an interesting morning. Um, It's been an interesting morning. Had some technical difficulties, um, but we seem to have them all worked out now, which is why we didn't have things going earlier today. I was I was actually um, doing a thing last last night. I was about to get engaged in what I thought would be a nice um, back and forth, and maybe get some more insight into um, an interesting thing. I think I may have talked about it before at some point, but I'm not really sure. Um, the University of Georgia, um, as it is, has been one of the most successful programs. Um, in the country, no championships, but they've been really successful. Um, and yesterday, um, Christian Gokel um, works at um, ESPN Coastal, does a great job covering local and um, sports across the um, Southeast, especially in Georgia, um, was had made reference to a made reference to a comment that was made by um, Kirby Smart. And in one of the one of the um, comments, or excuse me, in the comment, Kirby Smart said, and I quote, I'd love to have the perfect quarterback. He runs 4-5, he's 6-4, and he reads things, and he's great in the pocket. And so then um, Christian Gokel wrote well and then posted a picture of um, posted a picture of this year's signee um, at University of Georgia. And you know when he when he made the when he made the the reference, I was like, oh well, you know, how tall was Justin Fields? And he made a, a reference to what year is it as if that's the past, this is now. And, and <clears throat> my response, which I actually thought was a, you know, a pretty a pretty good response as responses come, I was like, Mate, apparently it's the year of no diversity for, you know, um, at the position for Georgia. If you look at the quarterbacks that are on the um, roster for University of Georgia, you have JT Daniels, you have Stetson Bennett, you have the redshirt freshman, um, Carson Beck, and then you have the guy that that Christian was um, alluding to, which is Brock Vandergriff, who everybody has, has, you know, Going gone gaga over. Um, tall, athletic. I believe he was the number one dual threat quarterback in the country. Excuse me, number two dual threat quarterback in the country. 
I don't know why they have to label things dual threat and um I think that diminishes players I don't think it actually give it actually does what they think it's supposed to do but that's a conversation for another day um but for all intents and purposes he's supposed to be the real deal and so I get what Christian was saying um I I completely agree with him if that's what you're looking for a 6-4 athletic can read defenses make all the throws then you have that guy right but my point was is that you've had past tense you've had that that guy before and you didn't use him and then it got me thinking about the fact that I see four white guys in this in this makeup and I'm like well maybe I'm missing something maybe there have been you know black quarterbacks but then I remember no no since Justin Fields like Justin Fields was the only quarterback to touch the field as a as a black quarterback for Georgia um in in what I would consider to be meaningful stats I think maybe one game last last year um a quarterback got got a little bit of play but no nothing to stick with them anything like that it was over and I started doing some research I look back Mason Wood one year quarterback he was on on Georgia's roster for one year Nathan Priestley one year 64205 by the way um Dewan Mathis one year 66205 Justin Fields one year do you remember the last time Georgia had a black starting quarterback? I do. I do believe it was DJ Shockley. That was a long time ago. It doesn't seem as if it was, but it was a long time ago, which got me to thinking, this can't be a race issue because Kirby Smart is the head coach of the University of Georgia and the University of Georgia has tons of black players on it lots and lots of black players this is not a race issue where one could question his whether he likes or whether he doesn't like black people clearly he has black coaches on his staff this is not a race issue but it is but it is an interesting nugget that no black quarterback has been able to sustain has been able to break through. I, I really do wonder why Jamie Newman decided to opt out of the season. I don't know why. I don't know why, I'll never know why. I, I wonder why he decided to opt out of the season. I wonder why none of these black quarterbacks, the four that I just named, lasted more than a year at the University of Georgia. I have no clue. But don't, don't, does anybody find it funny that the only people that are able to stick at the University of Georgia at the quarterback position are white? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, again, look, man, Vandergriff looks like the dude. And he's got one hell of a head of lettuce. Like, that, that, um, that, that red hair would be flowing. That stuff is flowing. It's, this is not me questioning the players that are there. 
it's more of me going, how is it these other players have not been able to stick? So then I started looking around. I'm like, well, maybe Georgia's not alone. Maybe there are a lot of SEC programs who don't don't have any, you know, black players at quarterback playing for them. Maybe this isn't not, maybe this isn't something that's like a, you know, like a, a, a solitary thing. But, I mean, let's look around. Florida, yeah. Mississippi State, they've had black quarterbacks. Right? South Carolina, it's been a while. It's been a long while. Tennessee has a black quarterback right now. Ole Miss. LSU, it's been a while now. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. LSU, I'll take that back. They had a black, um, Finley was there last year. Auburn's had black quarterbacks. Alabama famously, at the beginning of Nick Saban's tenure, when Kirby Smart was there, by the way, they had carbon copy white guys every single year. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, when Lane Kiffin showed up and took the quarterback that they turned into a running back and put him back at quarterback, and he was able to lead them to a to a New Year's New Year's Day bowl game and had them in the hunt for a national title, the whole thing changed. Jalen Hurts all of a sudden came. Right? Jalen Hurts all of a sudden started becoming to the mix and then Tua and then and then the only reason that Matt Jones ever touched the field was because Tua decided to leave early and then we're back to it again the young brother that's there now was doing his thing he's a true I mean well he's a redshirt freshman so he'll be there this year and next year before he's on but I guarantee you there's somebody else in the book in the boat Kentucky's had black quarterbacks. Missouri's had a black quarterback. Texas A&M has had a black quarterback. Vanderbilt. Has there been a black quarterback at Vanderbilt? I don't know. Off the top of my head. But a lot of the dominant programs in the SEC, they've had black quarterbacks. The dominant programs in the country have had black quarterbacks. See, the thing that that really weirded me out about this is that Justin Fields left Georgia, where they were using him as a Wildcat quarterback, essentially. He leaves Georgia. He moves on and goes to Ohio State. And all that we were hearing was that, well, Justin Fields couldn't do this. Justin Fields didn't do that, and he... Then he went to Ohio State, not even a year later, and lit the college football landscape on fire. Was automatically one of the two best quarterbacks in the nation. And in my opinion, outplayed Trevor Lawrence those two seasons. Outplayed the number one pick, outplayed the number two pick, outplayed um, Trey Lance 
who was, I believe, the fourth pick, whatever, something like that, third or fourth pick. So, like, when we, when we look at, when we look at what this is and how it's been, and how it's been perceived, I, I don't know what to make of it. Again, I'll say it. There's no, I don't believe for a second this has anything to do with Kirby Smart being racist. Nothing, not even a hint of it. But isn't it interesting? Like why? I would love to know, I would love to know why. I would love to know a reason. Because there has to be something, right? There has to be some type of disconnect between the black quarterbacks that go to Georgia in that program because they just don't stick around. The proof's in the pudding. And the, the truth is, is that you could probably go back into the Mark Rick years and say the same thing. But it's, it's strange to me because if you're looking for tall, athletic quarterbacks who are smart, then you have a ton of them right here in the state of Georgia. They just happen to look like me. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Tall Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week, usually earlier. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Until next time, peace.